eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. No longer the shortest show on WFAN. Now it's a tie. Oh, no, it's not. It's not a tie anymore. Matter of fact, we're breaking records. All right, I'm in New York City. Al Dukes is down the Jersey Shore. He's going to look at just a lovely sunrise over the Atlantic Ocean as he stares out with his beautiful female dog to his right. His name is Albert Hainsworth Dukes. Good morning, sir. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, well, I've already uh, cleaned up dog vomit. But wow. yeah, you're coming out both ends. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the problem. I said, as soon as I know when people who have dogs or children know this, Jerry, that if, when they start eating grass, it means their bellies hurt oh. and they want to make themselves throw up. So this morning when I took her out at, you know, three thirty in the morning, she starts eating grass. I'm like, oh, this is a problem. So but, it's conceivable that yeah. at some point this morning I'm going to lose you for a couple of moments no. as your dog is losing its insides. No, 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 because what happens is once they eat the grass, they really, really only throw it up one time, which so it's over. Okay. We did that part. She is whining like a little girl. But I was able to, you know, when, when dogs when dogs go to uh, throw up, they give you a signal. They're, they, like, go, whoop. They keep, like, making this noise, and her yes. whole body, like, goes into convulsions. <laughs> yeah. So she was on her brand-new bed, which I purchased, which was, like, 70 bucks. So I was like, I can't have this dog vomiting on the bed because then, then what do I do with it? The bed's ruined. You know what I mean? Yes. So I quickly ran to the bathroom, got a hand towel, and then I put it, and she, she threw up on the hand towel. It was so great. Then I wrapped that up, and I was like, you know what? I'll deal with that later after five hours of quality radio with Jerry Recco. (laughs) So that's where I'm at right now, Jerry. It's a game plan. So I did uh, stop it from there. I mean, you have children, Jerry. This happens when they are sick, and you know they're going to throw up. You want to get them to a place that is easier to clean up the disaster. And not on, like, let's say you got a brand-new sofa. Right. 
Right, you wouldn't want the child vomiting on the sofa. No, of course not. Kitchen floor is the best spot. The bathroom, the toilet. Anywhere you have a hard surface. Yes, I love a good hard surface. Well, this dog looks for a non-hard surface. (laughs) Well, it happens too, but it does happen with us as well with the cats um, to where, and we've had it in the past where they get sick as well, just like you're talking about. Sometimes the hairball comes up, and when you see the head gone, you 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 grab them, and exactly like you say, you bring them into the kitchen so that it's on the tile and you can clean it much easier. Yeah, a person can tell you, Jerry, I'm not feeling well. I am going to have a problem here. Right, exactly. Animals, not so much. Or children. Or an infant. Infant. I always said to my wife, and some people get mad at me for saying it, but it was like when they're – First year, I guess, when they're infants, that first year when they can't really communicate by talking to you, yeah, really difficult. After right. that, once they start talking, fantastic. But my God, I've said to my wife, you can keep that first year. Oof, that is tough. You don't know if you're taking them to the hospital, call the doctor, or they have gas. Right. Because you know? they can't talk. Right. Non-communicative. Non-communicative. So, Jerry, you went into New York City today. I did. Feels did you, great did, to be back. Did, let me ask you this, because this is my thoughts about New York City. Does it seem more dangerous now than it did prior to you leaving? No, it doesn't. It was quiet, actually. Um, I think what I what I found interesting, because I thought we were kind of beyond it, was you remember the way we used to come over the Manhattan Bridge, and then we would take those side streets to get to get to the uh, to the building. I'll take your word for it that that was the Manhattan Bridge. I have no all idea right, where you, you used to. You remember where we, used, we to go. used to come off the bridge, and we make yeah. the left, and we would zip all the way up. Okay. What surprised me was, I know what happened in Midtown uh, with all the looting and everything. I was surprised how many businesses now on that ride in, in Lower Manhattan, were boarded up. Really? Yeah, I was. I kind of thought that we were, I kind of thought that that stage of things was over. Now, that having been said, perhaps those businesses still aren't, obviously still aren't open, or maybe they're still not allowed to be open. I don't know that. But they are, there's a lot of them still boarded up, which I was surprised by. Right. Other than that, it was no different. It was actually very quiet. There were not very many cars on the road in Manhattan. You know, the highways were what they were. There were still people out. But I would say that was the only thing that surprised me. But walking into the building, it was a normal day. I did take a picture of outside our building that still looks like a disaster. For construction. Oh, God. I, Al, it looks like they've done nothing in four months. And I'm well, not saying they did or they didn't. But Yeah, oh. maybe they couldn't. I guess. I suppose. I'm going to send you a picture. I'll post right. that on Twitter at some point. Jerry, you tweet that out. I will. There's a lot of stories going on today. I don't even know where to begin here, Jerry. Maybe I'll begin with this interesting one. So uh, let's see, the Washington Redskins situation and the name change and all that fun stuff. That seems like the big story today, yes. Yes. I would say this. If they don't change the name Redskins now, it will never be changed. I would agree with that. Right? Like we are in an era right now where we are changing names, we're removing statues, we're getting it all taken care of right now. We've done this thing about the Washington Redskins name for a very long time, but it's always been in the middle of nothing else going on. Right. With all that's going on now, if it doesn't get done now, it's never getting done. So how about this? If it doesn't happen now... (laughs) <laughs> Let's never bring it up again sure. because it's just clearly not happening. I do think – I think this time I believe they're going to have to make the name change. I really do. When you've got these sponsors coming down, now we're talking money. Um, and, Cash. Yeah, and while I thought – I actually thought, you know, when all this first started, probably – God, I got to think it's got to be eight, nine years ago. At first I was like, no, it's history, it's tradition. 
Um, I didn't understand what it meant. I really didn't. And then as it's gone on, I started to think more and more, and I don't mean recently. I mean, when this probably popped up four or five years ago again, I thought, you know what? It's probably time. And now I really do think it's time. And I'll tell you what I think is a great idea. Luke Russert tweeted this, and I know a lot of Redskins fans have been putting out on social media what they think the name could be, should be, what it might be. Luke Russert posted one that I Who's thought was— Who's Luke Russert? Well, it's Tim Russert's son. Remember Tim Russert from— The uh, news guy? The, yes. Luke, his son is just a—he's famous for being his son? No, but I think he's also followed he's in his guy? father's footsteps oh. uh, with the news, I believe. But anyway. Right, let me check out Luke Russert. He posted on, on Twitter, I think I saw it, and I thought it was a really good idea renamed them the Washington Warriors, and he also posted a photo of a helmet they have used, I don't know, oh. with the well, what's it called? with the spear. Yeah. I think it's tremendous, and I don't know why you wouldn't do that. Now, if you've got FedEx, forget the other ones. FedEx named the stadium and is paying the Redskins gazillions of dollars to do so. If FedEx is calling on the team to change the name, I don't know how – I know Daniel Snyder has been – you know, really hard-headed with this, and he's not going to do it. Well, you know what? I think you might have to do it now. And I think that name and that logo is spectacular. I saw somebody else who recommended calling them the Washington uh, Pigskins because uh, they w- they still dress as hogs. Like yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, Warriors I like. That I think sounds the like Washington something. Warriors is awesome. I really do. Jerry, if we get desperate later on, we'll take calls. What should they rename the Washington Redskins? 877-337-6666. I like it. Your calls after the break. <laughs> yeah. I might be desperate about 8 o'clock. You I might are be not like, going to. Will you stop? You're I'll not like, going to be desperate. Dude, I have so many. I look at it this way. This could be the one time and the one time only that we fill in for Boomer and Geo together. Yeah. It's very possible. Who knows the way this goes? I think we'll fill in all of I don't think that'll be the case. I think we'll be fine. That having been said, because my mind is mush and you can't see me, but you will be able to see me at 6 o'clock, right. I jotted down. I just oh. grabbed the pen and jotted down some things I thought of on the way in. Things wow. that I saw That's that made me Wow, that's some show prep. Of. Yes, and it wasn't a lot of work. It was just things that came to mind. Okay. But I actually wrote them down. I've got you wrote them so down while you were driving? Uh, no, well, as soon as I got in. You remembered them. Did yes. you do voice memos on your phone? I didn't. I thought about it. The problem is this new phone, I'm still, which I love, I'm still getting used to, the oh, Samsung Galaxy. The iPhone, you'd be right there with oh, a voice message. Eat it. With you and your stupid iPhone. Eat it. Um, eat it. So I came in and I jotted down not only what I thought of on the ride in, but a couple of other things as oh, well. Okay. I've got so much stuff here that we need a week. I got a lot of stuff. I've got two pages of stuff, Jerry. Yeah, Normally, you, I'm a one-page guy. But your I have stuff, two pages. Here's the problem with your stuff today. I already got rid of dog vomit. I could check that off the list. We did that. <laughs> no, I didn't see that on the list. Well, the problem with your yeah, stuff is you got a lot of sports on this list. That's right, Jerry. I'm a big sports guy. I'm out here to prove to the bosses, to prove you, you to Intercom. You know who the head coach of the Dolphins was yesterday. <laughs> I knew Well. <laughs> no, no. There's no that's true. Well, no, no. I thought he was the uh, Bills head coach. Not quite. And I was already given I was already given the AFC East as he was a head coach in the AFC East. All right, let me ask you this. What's his name? <laughs> Come on. We just talked hold, about it. Hold on. Flores. <laughs> Booyah. Brian Flores. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, nailed that one, Jerry. You thought you got me. No, I actually didn't. I actually was hoping that I educated you yesterday. Oh, so here's the other thing with this uh, Washington Redskins name thingy is uh, Nike has taken them off their website. 
Yeah, well, and they supply the How uniforms, about that? right? Aren't yeah, so you sponsor? cannot right now purchase any Nike-related Washington Redskins gear. See, again, this is what I mean. When the sponsors start doing this, right. and now we're talking about a lot, it's not just money. It's a lot of money. I don't money. think they have any choice but to make the change. Let me ask you this, Jerry. Do you think it gets done by the time the season starts? I think it's very possible, yes. I think it could be done next week. That's what I think. Yeah. I think it's very possible. Well, they're going to need a new logo quick. I'm telling you, the spear, I, I, I hate to rip off Luke Rosert's idea, but when I saw it, I thought, I and mean, I'm sure other people had the idea too, but when I saw it, I thought it's a natural fit. To me, it's easy. Isn't the spear also offensive? I, I Seems weird. Right, I don't know. If that's, a, if that's offensive, it's a spear. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't. Hunting with spears. It can't, can, I don't know. Man, you had to get close to your... The, the animal you were killing when you were fighting with a spear. Well, forget that. How about watching this this documentary on Ulysses S. Grant, the first episode? <laughs> I, know, I know. Trust me. I know. I'm going back to this. But you talk about using the spear. And looking at scenes of the Civil War. Yeah. I mean, you talk about not feeling man enough to just join the military. Yeah. Could you imagine that time and the way they fought the wars? I mean, they're all brutal. Don't get me. I understand. But you're talking about hand-to-hand combat. And yes. spears and spears. knives and single shot gun. Oh God! You would even have like a knife on the end of your yeah rifle in case you got close to someone wanted to stab them. Well, that's the other thing. A lot of these fights were like up close and personal. Oh so, gosh! So we were previously probably killing buffalo hand to hand combat style, and then somebody was like, "What if we take this knife?" Uh, rock that you've made and yeah. put it on the end of a stick so we don't have to get so close. Well, you know, when that happened was when uh, the, you know, 9,000th person that got eaten by the buffalo yeah. decided we need a little bit of help. What if, what about this? What if we gave ourselves th- a three foot uh, cushion? <laughs> we could at least try. <laughs> yeah, we could at least, right. And I guess you could also throw end. it. Yeah, you could. So, anyway, if you're telling me it's offensive, I didn't know that. I, it's a spear. I don't know. I'm just saying. It looks. It still looks like uh, Indian-related items. All right. Well, if that's no good, then that's then Luke Rosser's idea is no good. I thought that was. I thought Warriors and that logo was kind of cool and tough. That's how I looked at it. Then they can also play that song. I am the warrior. <laughs> like as opposed when the when the Washington team comes out. What if we did this? Named them the Washington Trumps. No, shut up. Are you out of your mind? I think people would get behind that, Jerry. No, I don't think they would. <laughs> I think they might get kicked out of the league. Ding, you know, ding, ding. I guess here's one thing, though. You talk about tradition being would be over. The yeah. hell to the Redskins would be over. Hell to the Redskins. And we were yeah. there. Do you remember when, when Boomer tricked us into going? Yeah, to that Monday, Monday night, night game. game. Yep. Legelman, did you ever hear this story by any chance? No, how do you get tricked so, into going to a game? So back as in the Eddie day, says, as Eddie says, you never call the bluff no, of a man with cash. No, and so back in the day, Boomer would take us on some of these Monday night trips. We went to New Orleans once. Uh, I went to Dallas with him once to see the new stadium. Uh, Giannotti went with him to see Green Bay, Minnesota once at Lambeau Field. So one time, uh, Boomer made the comment, "How you guys don't want to do anything?" Like I even invited you to Giants Redskins tonight, and no one wanted to go. We we're like. You didn't invite us, and we'd go, blah, ha, 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 because it was already that day, and it was, what, 8 o'clock in the morning? So yeah, so we said, yeah, we would go. because no, we'd go. Knowing he wouldn't be able to get it done. Next thing we know, we see Boomer texting nonstop and emailing nonstop. By 10 a.m., plane seats and media credentials, done. We're leaving at 1, boys. And we yeah. went to Washington for a Monday night game, which we didn't have seats for. Remember me and you out? We tried to sit in those seats in the yeah. end zone and couldn't. It, it was terrible. It was awful. And so 
we wound up really not even being able to see the game. And we were just up in the booth by halftime. We were half asleep, but we called his bluff and the booms came through. Good yeah, thing we, you didn't have to do a 5 a.m. warm up that Tuesday. No, but not. we got we got back to the radio station like 3 a.m. and we all tried to pick a couch to sleep Which on. It was, was awful. miserable. It was terrible. I mean, we did sleep for a half hour on the plane, but that was about it. So, yeah, you call Booms Bluff and um, not good. He wins. He Man wins. with cash wins. Anyway, cash! Give me cash. You're going to air that on Saturday, maybe? Uh, it's on a Sunday. Sunday. I thought it was Saturday. Uh, is it? I thought it was Saturday at 7 p.m. I kind no? of feel like it's Sunday at 7 p.m. Okay. Well, we'll Let me check that. the schedule. Let me check the schedule real quick, Jerry, because it's the best of Boomer and Carton into best of Boomer and Geo, and, we, and the best of Boomer and Carton comes out of the best of Mike and the Mad Dog. Right, hold on, Jerry. Jerry, it time. is Sunday. It's Sunday. Sunday at seven p.m. Sunday seven p.m. And I have, uh, I, I have in there the Jerry. When you lost your mind that day, you were yell, you were pretending to be a seal. You were yelling cash, cash. You were yelling, you love Russell Westbrook. He's the MVP. Right. It is tremendous. I laughed again when I heard it. I've heard it so many times. I'm actually going to put this on my phone to not forget. I want to hear the hour for sure. All right, 518 on the fan. It is the warm-up show with Al and Jerry, who will then fill in for Boomer and Geo right here on Sports Radio 101.9. Don't go away. Al and Jerry now offering curbside delivery. Now, did you know that I heard this on the way in? Did we talk about this? This is the Foo Fighters. We did not. 522 on the fan, the warm-up show. We actually go to 10 o'clock this morning. We'll fill in for Boomer and Geo, 6 to 10. Yeah, I heard this one. This is actually one of the songs that made me start thinking about something we'll do later musically. Anyway. what a- On 92.3. How's the dog doing, Al? No, she's not doing good. She's whining. Yeah, I hear her. Yeah. Uh, someone on Twitter had a great question. I don't know hmm. if you answered it or not. but Let's see. Five hours. Yeah. Who's walking the dog? Well, the dog doesn't walk uh, during the program normally. Anyway, I, I ooh, there's a long there's not a long walk. There's a walk at three thirty, and then we don't walk again till after the post game podcast at ten thirty. Seven hours we go. So you actually might be able to get her out earlier since there's no post game podcast. Yeah, normally on Fridays we get out a little bit earlier. Right. Now I will tell you that around uh, eight thirty nine o'clock, every time I get up from the chair. Uh, she thinks it's it's go time. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so like when I have to pee from all the coffee I drank and all the water I drank, it's like every time it's like she thinks it's the that it's the it's go time. This is going to be a great soundtrack for the next yeah, this four and a half hours. going to be a problem. Now, I did tweet uh, yesterday, Jerry, that um, where's my where's my Twitter here? I did tweet that um, five hours would be the longest show in the history of no, WFAN. Mike yes, and the Mad I, Dog did 20, <laughs> 25 hours in a row? Yeah, it was just, well, not only that, they did five and a half hours five every hours day. Five hours and 20 minutes, yes. One to, one to 6.20. <laughs> and then Mike did it for years after Dog yes. left. So, yeah, I, I did that just to annoy people. I do, and it worked. I do remember, though, the the marathon show they did for charity that started at 1 p.m. and ended at 6.20 the next day. So 24 and 5, 29 hours, I guess. Yeah. And I remember working the overnight at that time. And they were gassed. And so what they did was um, for, I would say, two hours, they were able to get around the whole no sleep thing by, if I remember correctly, Mike took a uh, took nap for an hour on the couch while Chris did the hour. And then Chris took a quick power, a power nap for an hour. And then that was it. I mean, other than that, those two were on the air for the full, I think it was 29 hours, which is unbelievable if you think yeah, about why? it. Why? Why would they do that? Charity. They made a lot of money. 
For the children. For the children. Absolutely. Hey, listen, when you're doing something for charity, the one thing you can say is, why are you doing that? Oh. <laughs> We're raising money for people that need it, jackass. That's for why. the children. Yes. Yeah. And that, that was one of the things they did. And it raised, if I remember correctly, it raised a lot of money. All right. So, uh, cool. so we got a little bit of baseball yesterday, Jerry. Garrett, Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. Was throwing almost 100 miles an hour. Everyone seemed to be all... Super excited about that. Aaron Judge and some other Yankees were working out at the Don Bosco. <laughs> oh, my God. Don Bosco Prep. <laughs> That's in New do, Jersey somewhere. Gonna, you know what this is going to do for you? Yeah. So I don't think you're used to doing five straight hours of talking. You don't know that. I could, Well, no, I do know that. I mean, Gina calls a lot. Yeah, but uh, you really want me to give up your secret? <laughs> um, I've done football broadcasts that pregame, postgame could be five hours. So I think my voice will handle it. Okay, for you, this is going to be great because you can go into the weekend like, Gina, that's five hours. I can't. <laughs> right. You've I got it out. No <laughs> you don't have to talk if you don't want to. If she calls or your mom's calls or your sister calls, you can decline the call and then respond with, I just did five hours, no voice. What, okay, yeah. Is, there, is everything okay or are we good? <laughs> that reminds me, by the way, yesterday I got a phone call from my mom and dad on speakerphone. They speakerphone me. Nice. To wish me and you, they actually said, and please wish Jerry Recco luck also. Well, that's very nice. Thank you, Mom's Dukes and Dad. And she also had texted me two days ago, said, we're sitting, now they're in their 70s. Right. We're sitting in the backyard listening to the post-game podcast. Oh, boy. <laughs> now, how does that make you feel? Which one well, is this one about? <laughs> yeah, that's not like, Are you mm. on the testicles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does feel a little strange. Well, I always wondered... And I guess, and you listened to him, I didn't. But I always wondered when Howard Stern did those shows, uh, and his parents, you know, they talked about in the movie, certainly. Yeah. Like, is there, and clearly he got divorced from his first wife, and I don't know if it was because of the content or just the relationship, but at what point when you're doing some of those just bizarre things, does someone in your family be like, what are you doing? Yeah. As wildly successful as it was, you just wonder what those close to him would think. Yeah, that I don't know, Jerry. I think they go, listen, he's very successful. You do what you do what you do in order to get through. Well, is that the conversation you have Thanksgiving now? No, they don't no one even asks. No <laughs> one comments on it. It's just like we listen to the podcast. We enjoy it. And Great. all you say is thanks for the support. Thanks for the support. That's it. That is it. So I did just Google Don Bosco Prep in New Jersey is in Ramsey, New Jersey. Is that where so, Chris Sims went? That does sound like a bougie school for Chris Sims. <laughs> I think Chris Sims went there. I Chris think. Sims. And I think um, Mark Malusis went there. Mark Malusis? I think Mark Malusis went to Don Bosco. Uh, this says Matt Sims went to Don Bosco. Okay. Or Chris uh, Sims go. <laughs> Is this on the air right now? Uh, yes, we oh, are. Okay. <laughs> I'm just happy the dog quieted down. Career highlights. I don't know where this guy went. Chris went to Ramapo High School. Ramapo. Oh, okay. he so went. His brother went to Don Bosco. He goes to Ramapo. And can you check if Malusis went to Don Bosco? Mark Malu- you think the internet's going to have Mark Malusis? Does his Wikipedia also have his high school in the college stats? Mark Malusis. Does Mark Malusis have a school. Wikipedia page? He better not because I don't know. No, he doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. I think if you I Google Mark Malusis Don Bosco, I think it'll come up. I think I heard CeeLo is telling me he found something that says Mark Malusis, yeah. CBS Sports Radio, Don Bosco Prep. Yes, wow. I thought so. I, I didn't I know Malusis came from a bougie background like that. How about that? Hmm. My favorite Mark Malusis story, he told me when I was doing my old uh, Al's Boring podcast where I used to interview broadcasters. 
until I ran out. He, he told a story one time that, you know, he was very close with his mother and she was very into sports sure. and he, he and her bonded with sports and that uh, when the Rangers made the playoffs one year that she had promised that she would take him to a playoff game and that they drove into New York City I heard this story. to where the garden is. Yes. They picked up a ticket scalper. <laughs> like in the car. Brought him in the car, mother and son, and rando ticket scalper and, so that they can make the transaction driving around the block instead of getting in trouble for making this transaction on the street. And think about this. This was probably, I would think this was probably the mid-80s. Yeah. Not a great time in New York City, right? No. And that was before it really got cleaned up. Just before Giuliani cleaned up Times Square. I can tell you, I remember back in, I had to have been in second or third grade. The first basketball, first pro basketball game I ever went to was a Nick game. And a friend of mine's dad got the tickets. And I'll never forget driving in. He said to his dad, I think we were 10. I remember him saying to his dad, and this, I mean, you talk about a clone of Eddie Scazzeri. Are we parking in a garage, dad? Because, you know, they had been to the garden before. I had never been there. And then the dad said, are you crazy? Have you seen the prices? I'll never right. forget this. We're going to go parallel park this bad boy. I remember, like, oh, my God, like Chris Carlin's wedding when I drove with Scazzeri for that. I'll get to that in a second. My buddy's dad driving around for a half hour to look for a parking spot, which we found. And then we had a walk several blocks to get to the garden to where we got there late first quarter because he would not put the car in a parking lot because parking was too much money. Now – Juxtapose that to Eddie Scazzeri. We drove with him and his wife to Chris Carlin's wedding, which was in Midtown. I think it was, I forget what it was, but it was in Midtown. Nice place. And Eddie dropped us off and said, I'm going to go find parking. And I said to him, Will you just put it in a lot? I'll pay for it. You know, you drove, I'll pay for it. He goes, No, I got this. I drove, I'll take care of the parking. Fair enough. So me, my wife, and his wife go into the cocktail hour. It had to have been 30 minutes later. Eddie comes moseying on in, as he usually does, sauntering with his long, flowing hair. We have a nice night. Night ends. Now, mind you, my wife and his wife are in heels. We start walking, and we're walking, and we're walking. At one point, even my wife goes, Eddie, where the hell is the car? Al, when I tell you it was a 30-minute walk from where we were, it was the sketchiest block known to man. We get in the car, and she goes, was this really worth it? And Eddie goes... Yes. 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 yes, it was. I yes. saved $30. <laughs> well, he should have then been the solo guy to walk and get the car. Uh, well, we, I think he did offer. In fairness, he did offer. But we were like, no, we'll take the walk, figuring it would be four, five, six blocks away. It wound up being like 30 blocks away by the water across the street from some warehouse that might have been doing exchanges and transactions like Melusis and his mom were doing, trying to find tickets to a Nick game. Right. Oh, terrible, terrible, terrible. Terrible, terrible. Yeah. Uh, so the Yankees reconvened yesterday, Jerry. Oh, yeah. Little uh, Jaron Judge was at Don Bosco. Garrett Cole was some – some of them were in the Bronx. Some of them were at this Don Bosco prep in New Jersey. And then Hal Steinbrenner spoke. I love the way he words this. I do expect to see fans in our stadium at some point to some degree. I do too. And that's going to be a great day. I do too. And I don't know that it's going to be anything more than, say – 8,000 people, but I think in a stadium that holds 50,000, if the numbers in New Jersey and New York continue to be low and we don't see an increase in coronavirus um, cases, I think you will see 20% capacity, which 20% capacity would actually be about 10,000 people at Yankee Stadium. So I, I do think there's a good chance 
that at some point we will see some fans in the stands. I agree with him. I know what the rules are now. I think they could be laxed if we continue down the path we're on. Do you think uh, they'll let people sit all in the bougie seats or no? I think uh, no. I think you're going to have to space people out, which is where you're going to come up with a number of ten oh, to twenty percent right. capacity. But I do think that you'll be able to do it in a way that has plenty of spacing. You can probably have, I guess, waiter waitress service. I don't think you're going to want people standing in lines at concessions. But I think with apps and with debit cards and credit cards, I think absolutely we'll be able to do that if the numbers stay where they are here in the cities. Because remember this, you know, when Texas had like no cases, now they've they've spiked, which we know. You know, the governor came out and said, we'll allow 25%. And then they had another good week. He's like, nope, we'll do 50%. And I don't think anyone was saying no. I think if the states can do it safely, I think you'd like to see people and you'd like to allow people to do things. So if they went up to 50% very quickly, to me, the idea of putting five or 6,000 people in a stadium that holds 50, I think that can be done very safely. Plus, it'd be awesome. There'd be no, not as much traffic leaving. There would not be, and you have no problem parking in a garage or even on the street if you have to. I Park agree. in a garage. Yeah. You'll have no pinheads sitting near you because they'd have to be spaced out. Right. And so I think it's, I think it's possible. I, I don't know. I saw a couple of people on social media. Well, doesn't he know the rules? Yeah, the rules are right now. But as we have seen, the rules seem to change on a week-to-week basis. This is one I don't get. This one I don't understand. So we're having issues with the coronavirus, and we want to keep the, you know, the, the numbers down. And there are certain things that are still not allowed. And yet yesterday I saw Governor Murphy say we can have outdoor gatherings of 500 people. <laughs> Yeah, he's very big into the like, outdoors is I, not spreading the virus. And I get, I listen, I think outdoors from everything I have read, and I think Boomer even sent us an, uh, an article on the difference of indoor versus outdoor, but those are big numbers. I mean, a gathering of 500 people, everybody's going to be six feet apart? No, see, I, I uh, took a stroll onto the beach yesterday. It was a beautiful day, and uh, it looked like any other beach day. Right. No one was... Like, first of all, when you go to the beach, generally you're not six feet from you're, – you're more than six feet from the people next to you unless Always. the beach starts to get crowded because you're not going to roll up and put your towel down next to some bikini girls. They think you're a creep. Although you might have tried and offered them a cigarette or a light at one point back in you the girls, day. You girls need a light for these <laughs> cigarettes? <laughs> Why, yes, this is a greyhound. <laughs> You can't bring the dog on the beach, can no, you? No, you cannot bring the dog on the beach. Especially that, that vomit that he's having right vomit now. Vomit and diarrhea would be oh. very looked at down upon by the health department onto the beach. So, yeah, there were there were tons of people on the beach. But what are you going to do? If you're going to the beach, you're going to the beach. You're going to be near people. But to me, like with the swirling wind, yeah, come on. If coronavirus in the air, it's being swirled all around. Right, but uh, yes, it has been. The one article I did read, though, was that when it's outside, disintegrates, I guess is the right word, and as opposed to indoors, it just hangs in the still air. It makes sense. It does. Like To me, I think the beach is probably the safest place to be with the, with the breeze off the ocean. Like Nothing yeah. is just sitting there, but who knows? We have no idea. That's why it's been almost four months and we're still doing what we're doing. We got to take a break. We're late. It's 25 in front of six. Usually Boomer in Geo then. Instead, Al and I will stay on until 10 o'clock unless we are told otherwise to get out. Uh, right here on The Fan. Don't go away on a Friday before the 4th of July weekend. Al and Jerry, this is the new normal. But it's for today at least. It is 20 in front of six on The Fan. 
And at uh, 6 o'clock, Al and I will remain on the air until 10 for Boomer and Geo. I want to go back to something last week you brought up to me, Al, and I want to take back what I said. Do you remember when you asked me about the Eli to Tyree throw if I thought it was in the grasp and, you know, they kind of let it go, and I was like, yeah, probably should have been in the grasp. Remember that? Yes, sir. So NFL Network is running the – Jesus, Chris. I've got an image of Lepresti right now. His face is blaring on the screen. Um, So, <laughs> anyhow – NFL Network right now has the top 10, I guess, catches of all. I'm not sure what it is. My point is they have that play up. I take it back. Eli never broke stride, even though he was slowed down. But you know what? Good call. So you're not calling in the grasp, Jerry? No. You know, just from thinking back to it when you brought it up, and I at that point was not, you know, I wasn't watching it. Uh, You know, in my head it was like, yeah, I remember they had a really good grasp of him and he was stopped. But you know what? Watching it back. I want to take back what I said last week. All right, taken back, Jerry. He was not in the grasp. Uh, we're going to count that as a catch uh, here in the Super Bowl. All good. Now, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Jerry, have high demand for tickets, even though we don't know if there's going to be any games. Yeah, I know. You got Tom Brady. You got Rob Gronkowski. Right. So this is proof to me that if you if if your team is good, people will still go to the games even if there's coronavirus. Um, if the numbers in Florida continue to soar, yeah, you think people would go? You yes. really do, huh? I do. Do you? Uh, let me ask the you. Florida this. people are freaks. I know we have a lot of stories that start with a Florida man. A Florida uh, man says there was one your boy Connor sent me. Um, you too. It was a Florida woman. I'm not going any further because it is a horrific story. Did you see that one that he sent us? A horrific story about a Florida woman. F- I'm going to need more details. The Florida teacher? No, I did not see this. What she did oh, on yes, graduation day? Yes. Yeah, well, we don't need to go any right. further. So, yes. And I, why send that? We can't do anything with that there's story. There's nothing we can do with that story. Right. But he's listen, he's looking out for us, and that's very nice, and that's fine. Um, yeah, I know Florida people are nuts, at least all these stories that come in. I guess you're right. I just find it hard to believe that you would pack in, if allowed, you would allow 70,000 people, that 70,000 people would show up. I don't know why. I, 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 People would go for sure. Would the stadium be full if allowed? I I guess. If, if the Yankees were making a World Series run right, and the playoffs started. Hold on, time out. We're talking mm-hmm. about week one or a World mm-hmm. Series run. Because there's two different things here. If you told me a Yankee game, you know, in April, as opposed to a Yankee game in October, that's different. A Bucks game in September to me is different. Yeah. If they're twelve and three or whatever the case may be, and they're playing for the one seed week seventeen. No, I'm saying Bucks game week one. You got Tom Brady. You got Gronk. It's the people of Tampa, Jerry. They want to see their new team. They will go and fight coronavirus in you person. Might, you might be very right. You might be very right. All I know is there's a lot of excitement down there, and rightly so, because you brought in, you know, the greatest of all time, as some call him. Tom Brady. (laughs) No, Joe Montana's coming back, Al. (laughs) He's too old, Jerry. (laughs) He can't play in this league. I would doubt it. Yes, at this point, he's probably too old, yes. And I love this idea uh, from the pandemic. If, uh, you know, every once in a while, there's some good that comes from it. Like, we we probably don't have to... High five people ever again. We may never shake hands again. We don't have to hug hello. These are all great things. I love things. all this, yes. These are also, so there are some positive things that have come out of this. They're also saying that uh, when teams do finally get to playing in their stadiums, that it will go to an all cashless transaction system, great. which 
By the way, the Falcons have been doing, I think, since they built that new stadium. Is that there. true? The yeah. Mercedes-Benz Cash, Cashless, yes. I like this because, I, at least for me, I, it's just easier. And I don't I don't walk around with more than probably $30 in my pocket just in case I need a 20 But I debit everything. Like, everything comes off the, off the debit card. And I think most people do that, too. Like, when was the last time? Like, I have a couple of friends that own businesses that walk around with just I mean, a load of, like boomer money. Boomer. Like, that's what they walk around with, yes. Like, they take the cash out of their pockets, like, all right, you're doing okay. It's a big wad of cash. Very much so. But for the most part, most of my friends debit everything. Like, we we will play a poker game once every six weeks or so, and most of us have to run to the bank to get the money out as opposed to what we usually do, just debit. Like, have you ever gone to a pizza place, and you walk in, they're like, yeah, no, cash only. And you're like, "Uh, yeah, okay. And this is the brilliance of it. Oh, we have an ATM machine right there that takes yeah. a $3 fee, by the way, to take $20 out. Brilliant. Right, and it's a no-name ATM, which I'm never using. Yes, well, I have. If the ATM doesn't have a bank, it, you going, know, isn't from a bank that I've heard of, I'm not using listen, an ATM. I'm going right back to that business owner and saying, the ATM stole my money. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's an individual. They're just renting space here, this yeah, but ATM. You know what then happens, Al? And you know this better than anybody. Bad Yelp review. <laughs> No one likes a Yelp review more than you. <laughs> like there's where I live right now, there's an ATM across the street. Have you ever used an ATM at a strip club? <laughs> uh, years and years and I years ago, did. I have, unfortunately. Well, do you remember what the fee was? Uh, it was like it might have been $10 yep. even in like <laughs> the 1990s. I remember for one of my buddy's bachelor parties, we went out and I was supposed to stop at the ATM and we didn't because the car picked us up and they had the itinerary and... You kind of just, oh, yeah, have a drink, okay, and then you forget, and then you get there like, oh, I never went to the bank. So what do you do? Oh, well, as you're walking in, there's an ATM machine there. I remember the fee I paid was $9, I yeah. believe, to use it. And then you get charged on the back end by the bank. Yeah, you can't get a lap dance and go, do you take uh, credit? You might be able to now. I don't know. Right. They probably, <laughs> yes, we'll walk you right up. You swipe that card. They have the little thing and right through. It's all cashless now. I love uh, cashless. Cashless is good. I agree. So if that's what they're oh. going to do. Well, that goes back to what I was saying about Yankee Stadium, too. If you let people in, you can take away the lines at the concession stand by doing everything cashless with the apps. Cashless is great because when you if you're walking out of, like, let's say the supermarket and the, the Girl Scouts are out there selling cookies, you go, I'm sorry, I I charge everything. I yeah. only have a charge. Al, they take money. They take uh, debit cards, too, now. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't trust these. Uh, I don't trust the Girl Scouts. They take PayPal. Squarespace. <laughs> See, that sucks. <laughs> they're not stupid. Well, but no, you're right. Just showing you're cheap. You've got to carry some cash around in case you get mugged. You've got to give the mugger something. That's that's not the way I look why at I it. Carry cash, but yes, that's I probably do. not. A, I'm sure you do. When I go to New York City, well, when we were going to the city to go to work, I would keep about thirty dollars in my pocket, right, in case I got mugged, and also the pepper spray, pepper gel. Well, now I got pepper gel. I, by the way, a lot of people, when I when I had uh, tweeted about having pepper spray and still using my pepper spray whenever I go into dangerous areas, Jerry, that uh, wasp spray is also very effective. Like Raid? I don't know if they didn't give a specific uh, brand. They just said wasp spray. So you're going to walk around with bee killer. 
Well, that's what I meant. Like a wasp spray comes in giant containers. Yeah, like, it's, <laughs> like, where are you getting a small? I can't get, <laughs> I can't get a pocket-sized wasp spray. I could see you with the big 64-ounce jug yeah. that you got to pump it to get the uh, the gun to work. Right. Like, hold on, sir. Let me just get the gun ready. Are you trying to rob me? Because I've got some wasps right here to put right in your eyeballs. They say wasps, wasp spray shoots further. That it does. That is true. You get yeah. 30 feet, I think, out of that. Out of wasp spray? Yes, I believe so. But who's ca- – I mean, you have a man bag. So theoretically, you bag. could put it in the man bag yep. right next to the pepper gel, right Absolutely. next to your taser. But now I have uh, the, the I have the small version of the pepper gel, the pepper spray gel. Right. Which, by the way, I even use now when I walk the dog here in my nice, lovely neighborhood. I'm because sure. Because I don't know what's going on here at night. You never know when trouble's coming. Have You're you right. ever used the pepper spray or pepper no. gel? Nope. Now, let me ask you this. How long have you had the pepper gel? Couple months, not long. Couple months. At what point will you throw it out, worried that it's not going to work? One year. Ever... Okay, that's fair. I will wait one year. One year, because we have we actually have one of those bee spray. Actually, it's not bee spray; it's mosquito spray. And I went to use it in the back part of the yard last week, and the thing didn't work. See, that would suck. Imagine I'm like getting mugged. Be like, oh really? Because I've got this pepper gel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dud. Right, it's clogged. <laughs> Nothing. It would be right up your alley. I did used to carry around a... Uh, a the taser. Yeah, the, the one where you have to press it up against the person, not yes. the one that shoots. Right, so if they get close to you, you I can would... zap them in the neck or in the side or the leg. <laughs> or the thigh, anything. Or the thigh, yes. So that I used to have to change out the... I would, every couple of months, change out the batteries just in case I, I needed it. And I could test that. Like, I would, every once in a while turn it on and click that button to feel the power the electricity i remember you had that the only time i ever saw that taser was when i had that stupid yellow car for three days you remember that car i had for yeah just a couple days we drove in and we p- probably parked i would i want to say eight or nine blocks away and i remember you opening your bag and being like don't worry we're good <laughs> i used to hold i used to keep my hand on it like I know uh, you did like in the old westerns where the the uh the cowboys would keep their hand on their gun when they walked. You were ready for the quick draw. Yeah, I was ready for the quick draw. And the great thing about those things is because people would always say, oh, those could be used against you. What if the mugger grabs the taser and tases you? It had a hand loop on it that connected to the bottom of the taser where if the mugger grabbed the taser and pulled it, the pin would come out of the hand loop, making the taser gun unusable. I got to be honest, Al. At that point, you probably would prefer to be tasered so you don't remember <laughs> anything. Because if that happened, you would get your ass beat so bad. <laughs> He'd be so frustrated with you. This taser doesn't even work, dude. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> down goes Al. You got no. You... You'd sound like whimsy. <laughs> check. Let me check your. Wa- let me check your pockets. You've got no cash in here. <laughs> Cashless system. <laughs> You would get your ass beat for one, just being out, two, trying to fight back, three, for wasting his time with the taser, and then four, no money. (laughs) And then I also keep all my cash separate from my wallet so that I could give the mugger cash and then I don't have to worry about... You know, him taking my license and my credit cards, which is a pain in the neck to get all new You'd stuff. You'd put your again. place up for sale so fast. You'd be gone. If I was mugged out oh, here? Oh, God. If you, lost, if you got mugged and you lost your license, let's say they got your wallet and they got yeah. your license. My wallet's you lived, gone. You would be gone. I mean, I think you would put your place up for sale so fast it wouldn't be funny. Yeah. You'd be out. Like, cause he knows where I live. Then I also feel like I when I'm, I'm walking around with a dog, it's more like... Who knows? This dog could attack us. I agree with that. I think most people probably fear the dog. Did you see the um, the bird with the? I, I don't know if it was a shark. 
I think it was a shark. A small shark. Yeah. Either that or that was like a uh, a dinosaur bird that uh, uh, carried that thing away from what did it do? Yes. It swooped into the ocean and got it? Where the no, it was walking story, down the street, yeah. I guess. My bad on that. Yeah, it must stupid. have swooped into the ocean, scooped up this, uh, what looks like a shark, a baby, like a smaller shark. Right. It was carried around a hawk. I think it was like a hawk. Yeah, it was a huge bird. Yeah, you got to be careful of those things. Yes, they will take your small dogs. They too. will take your small dogs. I know, very scary. There's no. Here question. it is. A bird carrying shark goes viral. This was on uh, TMZ. Right. Let me see where this happened, Jerry. Uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. An eagle-like bird taking off with a shark from the ocean. Look like a hawk. We got to take a break. Yeah. We will get to this at some point coming up uh, between 6 and 10. It is uh, approaching six minutes in front of six. We will hang out then. Boomer and Geo off for the day here on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. A couple more minutes to the top. A lot of baseball maybe today because they are on the back pages. We will get to that between 6 and 10. Al Dukes, what else you got? Jerry, we lost the legendary broadcaster, Hugh Downs, of 2020. Yeah. He was 99 years old. Almost made it to my number. Oh, if I would have made if he, I wonder when his birthday is, because if he would have made it to 100 on his birthday, let me Google that, Jerry. I would, Hugh I Downs. Would, you know, I, we've always said, what would, I would sign up for 99. Uh, he he turned 99 in February, so he was not even uh, – he was months away from his 100th birthday. You yeah, you you short yourself. You say you'd sign up for 80. I think that's I'd a sign up terrible for 80. thought. I'm just saying at 80 you can't go, he died so young. You oh, I don't disagree uh, with that. That's, uh, at I, 80. that's not what I'm saying. I completely agree. You get past 80, I think, yeah. okay, you've lived a full life. Yes. I still want to get to 100. I would sign up for 99. Like when people get like sad, they'll be like, oh, you know, my grandmother passed. She was 99. Like, wow. She was around during the Great Depression. <laughs> right. That's pretty good. I did have a great-grandmother that was alive when I was a little kid. It, she she had, like, lived through, like, the invention of TV and radio. That's wild. Like, she, when she, she didn't, like, a radio became an invention when she was. Tomorrow and Sunday, the fireworks oh. are right. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.